Hello, and welcome to Step 2, Questions 1-8. through eight. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. In Step 1, we accepted that our efforts were misdirected and we were not in control. Admitting we were powerless may have left us feeling empty or hopeless. Before coming to Naranon, we dedicated a significant amount of time, energy, and thought to the addict. We took on others' responsibilities, fearing what would happen if we let things take their natural course. Our motto was, if we can control it, we can fix it. This had become an unwritten credo and an obsession. It left us little time for our friends or ourselves. We may have fears or concerns about what happens next. How are we to continue our recovery once we have admitted our powerlessness? Remember, steps 1, 2, and 3 are the giving steps. What are we giving up? We are giving up the belief that we have the power to change another person. We can find freedom through letting go of our responsibilities for others and giving these concerns over to a higher power. Before coming to Naranon, we did the same things over and over and expected different results each time. This insanity had become our norm. We thought, maybe if we spend 24 hours a day with them, they won't use. Maybe if we use with them, they won't use as much. Maybe if we control the money, they won't buy and use. Maybe if we get so ill, they will be forced to take care of us, and they won't use. Maybe if we become an ideal lover, wife, husband, parent, child, they won't use. Maybe if we become a mean lover, wife, husband, parent, child, they won't use. Maybe if we shout loudly enough or long enough, they won't use. Maybe if we beg and plead, they won't use. Maybe if we say the same thing over and over, they won't use. Turmoil was the result of our past behavior. It can be frightening to let go of this false sense of control. As we listen and learn from other members, we begin to see positive changes occurring in their lives. This gives us the strength and courage to believe this program can work for us too. We learn to alter our way of thinking. This is not a physical change, but a spiritual one. Changing our focus presents us with the challenge to live a more balanced life. Step 2 is often referred to as the hope step. Just believing a higher power can restore us to sanity helps us to change the focus and emphasis of our daily lives. We do not need to have faith in a higher power to begin working step two. We only need to consider the possibility that there is a power greater than ourselves. This higher power does not have to be precisely identified or named. Suggestions for applying step two. With this newfound hope that a power greater than ourselves can do for us what we cannot do for ourselves, the following suggestions may be helpful. Stop and think before we jump to the rescue. Trust that the addict will find help through a higher power. Communicate with a higher power through prayer and meditation. Reach out to other Naranon members for support. Realize that if others can find peace and serenity through a higher power, we can too. Be aware of negative thoughts, feelings, and actions. Change them to positives. Avoid becoming too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. H-A-L-T Step 2 tells us hope can be found through faith in a higher power. If we can believe a higher power is in control, we can free ourselves from the fear, confusion, and anxiety we have experienced while living with addiction. Not all members of Naranon have a defined relationship with a higher power. For some of us, the process of believing in a power greater than ourselves has taken much time and thought. We are all in a different place when it comes to our faith, our beliefs, and our spirituality. Some of us may have already had a belief system which makes it easier to accept and believe in a higher power. Although some may have rejected this notion, it is possible to come to believe that a power greater than ourselves can guide us in our recovery. Everything in this program is merely a suggestion. We are only asked to keep an open mind. 
Listening and learning as others share their experience, strength, and hope helps us make our own decisions. We see many members for whom the spiritual aspect of the program has made a big difference in their recovery. It is helpful to consider the possibility that belief in a higher power can work for us as well. We come to understand that believing in a higher power does not make our lives problem-free. We learn to trust that our higher power can restore us to sanity. We learn to live one day at a time. A member shares, When I came to believe, I opened my mind and heart to my higher power. I found I identified with others who spoke at meetings. I felt relieved and found strength knowing I was not alone. When faced with the option of taking a new path, I felt I had the help I needed, as I could summon my higher power at any time. What a gift. Question number one. Think about the word believe. What does it mean to me? Well, I looked up the word believe in the dictionary, and it says, to have confidence in the truth, existence, or the reliability of something without absolute proof that one is right in doing so. I think belief and doubt can coexist. For me, this is usually when the thoughts in my head get carried away. From Mark chapter 9 in the Bible, the boy's father cried out to Jesus, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Number two, in what do I believe? I believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe there is one God in three persons. Number three, what fears, if any, block me from believing in or accepting a higher power? This question isn't very relevant to me, but sometimes I do feel ignored by God, and He doesn't feel real, even though I believe Him to be. Number four, how have past experiences affected my willingness to believe in a higher power? Relying on myself has not given me the results I wanted. Turning to God is more successful when I am able to truly trust Him. Number five, how does believing in a higher power affect my spirituality? I think questions like this are confusing to me. It sounds like it's asking, how does believing in a higher power affect believing in a higher power? I wonder if it's supposed to be, how does believing in a higher power affect my spiritual practices? The answer to that question would be that I pray to God, I go to church, I try to learn more about developing and deepening a relationship with God so that prayer doesn't feel like a one-way conversation of just me asking for things. Number six, how has my belief in a higher power changed since I started the Naranon program? I do feel like I am able to trust in God's plan more. Number seven, how do I now understand hope, belief, and faith? This is a question that's hard to articulate. For hope, I want my son to have a true conversion, but I no longer expect him to. For faith, I understand that consistency is important. I can't get complacent when things are calm. I need to pray regularly and evolve by learning. For belief, I understand that perspective is important. It reminds me of a song by Kenny Rogers called The Greatest. A little boy is imagining he's a baseball player, and the game is on the line, and it's his turn to bat. And he puts the bat on his shoulder, and he tosses up his ball, and he swings, and he misses. And then he tosses up his ball again, he swings the bat with all of his might, and he misses again. And the crowd in his imagination is going wild. And he tosses the ball up a third time, and swings his bat, and strikes out. Then he exclaims, he is the greatest. He didn't even know how he could pitch so well. Number eight, 
How can hope and faith in a higher power change my life? I think it's life-changing because it lifts a burden. If I can give God my trials and trust that he will send me all that is best and good for me, I feel less worried that I need to do everything myself. Naranon is a spiritual program, not a religious one. Step two is compatible with all beliefs. Just as addiction does not respect any religion, likewise, hope and spirituality transcends boundaries set by religions and past religious experiences. Maybe we were influenced by others who viewed the need for a higher power as a weakness. In Naranon, we come to believe the higher power of this program is a loving, nurturing power that has our best interests at heart. Some members begin working on step two by choosing to use their group as a higher power. Many have deepened their understanding of a higher power through working the steps. Newcomers acquire hope through the wisdom and strength they hear and see in other members. By listening to other members share their understanding of a higher power, we learn to comfortably connect with a higher power of our own. The following are ways that some members have expressed their concept of a higher power. Take what you like and leave the rest. At first, the idea of having a higher power in my life in any form was foreign to me. I realized I was just resistant to the concept of the God of my upbringing, a God that was judgmental, a God that supposedly loved me, but only if I behaved according to strict societal and church guidelines. One day, I heard someone say, I can only believe in a God who dances, and that turned it around for me. A higher power, great spirit, or goddess who is joyous and only wants me to be happy is the only kind of spirituality I will accept in my life. The name of the power is irrelevant. What do I mean when I say higher power? I was raised with specific religious beliefs, so I have no idea about what God means to me. I do not, however, believe in the same God I did as a child. I was afraid of him. I now believe in a higher power of love who can work miracles in my life than I could have ever imagined if I just get out of the way and let him do it. My higher power is something I cannot describe in words, much less define. My higher power does not have a face or body. I do not see, feel, or think of a higher power as being a certain sex, age, or ethnicity. I often call my higher power God because I think of God as being all-powerful, all-forgiving, all-understanding, and all-loving. Sometimes I think of God as a being who nurtures me as if I was in the palm of a hand, although as a unifying force, God is never confined to a human image. My higher power is wise, like friends of my program who give me their time, strength, and hope. The fact that I have been given life and can enjoy it and experience God's creative energy through everything, people, nature, music, art, and ideas, is humbling. These gifts shared with me are from a higher power. I am just now realizing God is present in change, fear, tragedy, and loss. With my higher power, I am working through life's problems so I can appreciate life's joys. My higher power today is loving and caring, and is there when I am in need. My higher power today loves me for all my faults and my assets, no matter what. What is God? I think God is an unknowable quantity. To attempt to define God is to say one knows what God is, which means I could be leaving something out. Thanks for listening. Join me next time for Step 2, Questions 9-25. through 25.